Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our own humanity. This is Sci-Fi Talk Weekly, episode 38, and here I have news from around the internet on the subjects that I mentioned just now. The DC saga continues. Rumors are flying everywhere, including some haters and trolls out there. My advice is to wait. The announcement is coming soon about the 10-year plan for DC Studios, so stay tuned. I'll have it for you whenever it comes out. During the course of this episode, I'll be mentioning the TCA, and that is actually the Television Critics Association. Every year they meet, and essentially what happens is actors kind of pitch their shows that are coming up so that critics pay attention to them. So you'll hear that in this episode. Speaking of awards and things like that, Deadline has a series of articles on the Golden Globe winners. They report that Michelle Yeoh won for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. An amazing, amazing film. This is what she said, quote, It's been an amazing journey and an incredible fight to be here today, but I think it's been worth it. I remember when I first came to Hollywood. It was a dream come true until I got here. Because look at this face. I came here and was told, you're a minority. And I'm like, no, no, that's not possible, end quote. Hu Kwan won for the same film. And his speech was, quote, I was raised to never forget where I came from and to always remember who gave me my first opportunity. I am so happy to see Steven Spielberg here tonight. Steven, thank you, end quote. Angela Bassett won for her performance in Wakanda Forever. I agree with that choice. Variety reports she said this on her acceptance speech. I've got to find my words. I'm so nervous. My heart is just beating. The late Toni Morrison said, Your life is already a miracle of chance, just waiting for you to order its destiny. But in order for that destiny to manifest, I think it requires courage to have faith. It requires patience, as we just heard. And it requires a true sense of yourself. It's not easy because the past is circuitous and has many unexpected detours. But by the grace of God, I stand here and I stand here grateful. End quote. Variety also reports The Last of Us had their red carpet premiere this past Monday. Showrunner Craig Mazin talked about the challenges of adapting the video game to TV. Quote, the hardest part of getting it right is all of it, is you have to get every little thing. You have to get the casting right, the scripting right, the production design, the music, the editing, the visual effects, all of it. That's why showrunning is such a crazy job. Every tiny detail you have to have your eyes on. That's the joy of it for me, end quote. Pedro Pascal also commented, quote, you get real lucky when the scripts are amazing. Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, the creator of the video game, composed these solid, amazing scripts, which does 90% of or more, 98% of the work, and the other 2% is for you not to try to screw this up. Something that is so good, end quote. I changed screw it, it's another word. So far, critical reviews, all positive. Look for it on HBO starting on January 15th. And we will have more of Sci-Fi Talk Weekly, episode 38, in a moment. 
Back on Sci-Fi Talk Weekly, episode 38, this is Tony Tejado. Speaking of post-apocalyptic series, Tor.com reports that Fear the Walking Dead will end with season 8, as with the previous Walking Dead, it's going to air in two different chunks. In the Walking Dead universe, premieres were announced for the spin-off series, according to Variety, even though they're a bit sketchy. First is Walking Dead Dead City with Lauren Cohan and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, starting in June. Norman Reedus's The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon will be later in the year. And we'll have to wait until 2024 until the Rick and Michonne series premieres. There's no dates, so as I said, it's pretty sketchy. Deadline reports that AMC's Interview with a Vampire and Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches are planning a possible crossover. Mark Johnson, who is the executive producer for both shows, speaking at AMC's TCA press tour, said they are, quote, ongoing conversations, end quote. If you're looking for a poignant and at times a horrific sci-fi film, it's Vesper. The film deals with a 13-year-old girl who may have the cure for the world's food shortage after genetic engineering went sideways on humans and plants. Animals were wiped out altogether. The horrific and at times beautiful aspects of the genetic chaos is one of the memorable aspects of the film. But this is a human story through and through. I spoke to the co-writer and co-director, Bruno Samper. We think this film is really rewarding in, in the ways that you can put a very strong ideas, value, and concept inside. And they are really uh, shiny inside. Because if you have more complex uh, storyline then, in fact, you, you could lose, in fact, very strong ideas and you put in, in the center of the script. And here we wanted very simple and strong um, idea and value to, to, to transmit to, to people, specifically to the young generation. At the beginning, yes, we wanted really to do, to do a fairy tale. I think it's very hard for, for you, the young generation, in fact, to project themselves in the future. We are from a generation we was teen before 2000 and you know for us 2000 was like an horizon of um, a better world something better something was going to be better and uh, and today uh, when you are a young person and when you are a teen for example and uh, you, you see bad news every day every day news yeah. tell you okay it's the end of the world <laughs> we go to the apocalypse uh, global warming everything and, and there is nothing we can do and um, and it's like that I mean, it should be terrible for teens, in fact, to, 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 to live in a world when there is no future. We said, okay, let's play some kind of um, uh, game, intellectual game, and let's imagine that really the world is finished. Let's imagine the world is dead. If it's happened, what it stay? What it stay? And, uh, and is it a possibility, in fact, anyway, still to go on? Yes, we create this character of Vespers, and she represents the light in the darkness. She represents, uh, and we put inside this character also human value. We wanted it stay, you know. If, if everything is finished, if there is still this human value, there is still hope. And, and Vesper, she has this ability to, you know, to, to see beauty. Uh, and if you still can see beauty, uh, even in a world who seems not beautiful, and that's why, by contrast, we create the world the most grim as possible, to create this contrast with this, um, this, uh, this little glimpse of beauty, if you still can see it, then everything is possible. Then there is still hope and uh, you, can, uh, you can move mountain. You can listen to the podcast on Sci-Fi Talk and also on the Podbean app. So check it out. 
Variety also reports that a Dungeons & Dragons live-action series will premiere on Paramount+. Deadline reports that Star Trek Picard Season 3 may not be the last. Patrick Stewart at TCA said there is a potential to return for more. AMC has canceled Pantheon, according to Tor.com, who quotes Variety. The decision regarding Pantheon was made months ago, declared in a list of programming write-offs in early December of last year. The embattered network's cost-cutting measures include $400 million for, quote, strategic programming assets, end quote, and $75 million for, quote, organizing restructuring costs, end quote, per an SEC filing. Moonhaven was also canceled, despite announcing that it was renewed. And that is Sci-Fi Talk Weekly, Episode 38. This is Tony Tolado. Cue Larry Carterelli's theme.